Welcome to another episode of Spock Sports Show. It's a look at everything sports here in the mid-Michigan area. And now, here's your host, Chris Spockman. Chris Bachman here on Spock Sports Show, a very, very special interview. I've got the legend, Coach Luplo, with me on the horn, who retired after 34 years at Clare. And how many years total were you coaching football, Coach? Uh, that was 40 years, all at Clare. 40 years, all at Clare, 34 years as the head man, 251 and 95, 20 Jack Pine titles, 24 MHSA playoff berths, four district titles, two regionals, the state finalists in 2009. When those 34 years of Clare flash by your eyes, Coach Luplo, what, what do you see? Wow, I tell you, it, it, it's just hard to explain. It's just a big blur. Um, it went so fast. I, you know, there's, I, I, I told, uh, I told Coach Springer, the guy that took over for me, that enjoy every minute because it it does it just goes so fast uh so many great memories uh very few unpleasant ones um i don't regret a thing that throughout all those years and i brought up three you know great kids through it all uh we got we got married when in 1982 my first year coaching here and then she has been on the, she's been on the journey with me all the way through and of course we had the triplet in 94 and, and they grew up on a football field so I you know I've been absolutely blessed with everything and so this is actually going to be your first football season or your first you know season without football as a married man you might run into some trouble in the fall huh <laughs> I, you know, I don't think I will. All my right. wife, uh, my wife wants to, uh, you know, I, I tell other guys this and they can't believe it, but my wife wants to go around on Saturdays around the country to the big, uh, college football venues and watch a game. Hey, you, you, you got it good then, man. I can't really argue with that. That's, that's going to be pretty oh, darn special for you guys to experience. Yeah, absolutely. And it's just like, I'll tell people that and they'll say, your wife really and i'll say yeah yeah she's a she's a football fanatic so that's her that's her dream and we're gonna try to fulfill it and so when you look back at those 34 years you say she's you know kind of a football junkie like you how you know how many times was she up watching film with you helping you get prepared for a game well um early on probably a little bit more but as time went on um when it was time to watch film and stuff she would usually, uh, well, if I asked her to watch some stuff, she would, obviously, with me. But she would kind of journey into another room of the house and, you know, and let me be. But uh, but she's, she's been around for, she's done so much for our family and, and me and um, everything about, uh, everything about our family with football. She's been a, she's been a huge support for uh for the kids, so um, and myself, so it, it's been it's been great. And if she and I, I told people if your wife isn't all in, it's not going to work. And and uh, Chris has been in the whole time, and and uh, she's enjoyed every minute of it, and has done a lot of things for the team and in our program. That's cool to hear you say that. And tough question here, possibly. Can you put thirty four years into one or two sentences? Just you know, like what you know, the the top of the thing that comes to your head when you think about the thirty four years. Uh, you know, I, I, it's, it's a, it's a, uh, a, a journey of love and, and caring and, and 
wanting to see so many young guys develop into fine young men. I mean, that's what I always, always emphasize. And for for the guys to be uh, to be servants of, of our community and, and take care of people in our community, uh, the winds are the winds are awesome. But you know, I I never really paid much attention to that, and I I had to be told you know how many winds I had many times, including last year. And uh, I mean, yeah, that's nice. It's nice to see that many um but honestly there were more than 251 wins in my career and that goes with seeing young men young boys become men and see the things they've done after they've graduated and how they've grown through the program and and how they become you know just a just a great individual so i guess if if i had to if i had to guess uh, I don't know if I've had 95 losses in that department, but I know that I've had well over a thousand wins. So I'm I'm very happy with that. Yeah, a journey of love, caring, and wanting to see young guys turn into great young men. I I can't think of a better way to put it. And you said I think when you worry when you worry about that instead of the wins, that's how you end up being a coach for 34 years. If you're only worried about the wins, I don't think you last that long. And what's what's the town of Claire been like the last 34 years for you and your family? Oh, absolutely wonderful. I mean, <clears throat> so supportive of uh, of our program, of all the programs. Uh, you know, we we've got an outstanding athletic program, and it, and uh, all all of them have all the sports have all been under great leadership, and it's it's shown through the numerous amount of conference, uh, all conference championships. Uh, all the sports and the, the number of championships they have in, in our league and, and what they've done beyond the league and into the tournaments and stuff. It's just, it's, it's just that our, our community just supports us so much. They, they provide for us and they don't even bat an eye when you ask them for something. They, they just, uh, they just accept the, uh, request and they, they usually, pro- they usually provide for us, you know, and it's, you don't get that all the time and, and you get it more so in small towns. But I've seen a lot of small towns that don't get that. They're, you know, even right around here, we have tremendous support system and, uh, that says a lot about our community. Yeah, I remember last year I was seeing if you wanted to do an interview to talk about you guys needed some stadium lights and you said to me, well, we've already gotten that taken care of thanks to some great people in our community. And now, obviously, to talk about some of the teams, some of the players, obviously, people are going to talk about that 9 team that went all the way to the state finals. But what's a team that you had that, you know, maybe their record wasn't up to par, but just was one of your absolute favorite teams to coach? Is there a team that sticks out or several of them? Well, I, I always talk about our 1990 team. Uh, we were only 1-8. It was, uh, I said something in the paper about this, but six and my first three years, we were six and three. And our, our superintendent, Walt Schwartz, uh, came in up to me one day and said, are, are we going to call you six and three Lupo or what, what is this? And, uh, I said, uh, I, well, you know, I'll, I'll try to get better, you know, and, uh, <laughs> The following year, we went one and eight, and our our current superintendent was on that team, and uh, it might have been one of the more enjoyable teams I've coached. I'd put it up there near the top, but um, because they they worked so hard, they were such a great group of guys playing together that just weren't at the level you needed to be to be. I mean, we were in every game. We were in every game, lost by one, lost by six, lost by seven, and then finally we got a pick six against Meridian, and and Greg Dana ran it in for a touchdown. 
and we won seven to nothing, and that was our only win of the year. And you, you remember the guy's name who ran it in. I love that. Oh, absolutely. Every year or every week, it was just, I mean, it was tears on Friday nights after the game. When they showed up Monday, they came to work, and, um, you know, it was it was it was definitely one of my favorites. Uh, of course, you know a lot of the winning, the good winning teams we had. Those will always be my favorite too. I mean, and it's not about the win. It's the, with, with with wins. You know, some people just don't realize when you get a lot of wins in a season, you got some strong character on your team. You got some strong leadership. So with those wins, like I said earlier, more importantly is the type of guys we had. You know, those are those are my favorite my favorite teams. Uh, yeah, two thousand was great. With uh, when we went to the semifinals with uh, Kyle Colby at quarterback, you know, and Brian Hales at running back, and we had a, a nice, nice offensive line, and and uh, and then obviously 2009, and then some of these other years, even even recent years. Um, certainly coaching my son for a couple of years in uh, in 2010 and 2011, those were special years. And uh, I mean, I could go, you know, if we went through every year, I could give you some some really. Uh, impressive things about those teams but obviously we don't have that kind of time but yeah, when, when, yeah. Did, when did you know you were you were going to be done I'm sure beating Gladwin in that playoff game you know get that taste out of your mouth sure helped a lot but when did you kind of know it was going to be it coach uh the last two or three years I'd been thinking about it because you know I I was becoming more impatient I was you know certain certain times I was frustrated about things that I never was before and uh I didn't enjoy a lot of things in the summertime like I used to. And and, and probably the biggest thing uh, is that when I retired from teaching two years ago, I was out of the building. And when you're out of the building, you, use, you lose contact with the kids. And when you, when you lose the, the everyday contact with them uh, throughout the year in the off season, um, it really has an impact on on the coach, you know, myself and also also the kids because you just you don't get a chance to watch them, be there for them when they need you, uh, you know, provide for them when they need you. You just don't have that opportunity. And that really that really hit me hard. So as far as when the season was over, when Kingsley beat us at the end of the year, I told the coaches I was coming back. I said, I, you know, I'm, I'm here to tell you right now, if anybody asks, let them know I'm coming back next year. And then in the spring, I just, uh, it was just weighing on me. And I talked to my wife about it. And I, I just said, you know, I don't know. I, I don't know what I want to do. But I thought I talked to my aunt and my kids and everything. And I just thought this is the right time. We got the cupboard isn't bare. We got a, a good team coming back, and they'll they'll do very well. And with uh, Stephen Franger getting the, getting the job, I feel a lot better about it because, like you've read, he was my water boy. He was my player. He was he was uh, our coach for eleven years, and then he jumped right in, and that's uh, that's special to me. Yeah, that's one of those. He he knows the program. You could say. Yeah, he knows the program, and I you know he's gonna do he'll, he'll do a lot of he'll, I'm sure he'll put a lot of his own stuff in and that's fine that's what I would expect but I think the most important thing he's going to do is, is keep a lot of the tradition going and a lot of that tradition involves uh, you know serving other people uh, the kids doing the right thing hard determination all the things that we are program that he played and I know he'll keep all that stuff and I was a stickler for mental preparation and visualization and I know he's going to keep that going because that's I believe that's what uh, a lot of our success came from that kind of stuff. And now one of the guys that I read about in the M Live article that you talked about was Dan Yats. And when I kind of read about him, kind of gave me that Gruden grinder feel. You know, if you want to talk about him a little bit more, that's cool. But who are some of those guys when you think about some of those players over the last 34 years that really stick out to you? Um, 
And, and if you need you know, a few minutes, your coach, that's just fine. Yeah, no, no, I'm just, I don't, I'm sure I, I would never do justice to that question because I know I'd probably miss some guys that that really uh, meant a lot to the program and meant a lot to me. But you know, I always think about Dan Yates because Dan was he was one of the most team oriented guys, not very big at all, just team oriented and uh, was was always like he he would do our team prayer chant before the games he would he'd be the first guy there and the last guy to leave if we need anything he would do it he's still that way and um you know the, he, he just he he was blessed mentally he just wasn't blessed physically and and uh but you know i love the guy he did a great job great job um at being uh, a great teammate for the kid um and i don't know i i think of guys like um you know, another coach that's on the staff, Aaron Hainak, he's, he's got a record and he's got our school record. He's in the, I don't know if he's in the, I think he should be in the MHSAA records for receptions in the season. I think he had 55 his senior year when my son was the quarterback. And uh, and then Jackson Gross was also in that class with Aaron and my son. And Jackson's going into the Hall of Fame tomorrow night here at Claire and he's got the school record in the in rushing with two thousand thirty five, you know, that was that was pretty special. And then just to see guys playing on the field with their brothers, you know, that is such a cool rewarding experience for me. There's nothing better than, than seeing that. When Jackson played he had his brother Jordan in the backfield and it was just one was number eight, one was number nine, and they lined up in the split backs. And it, was, it just looked so cool. And they both were very good football players, hard running guys. And um, you know, and then you know, we've had a lot of other brothers that have, that have played, and it just, I just think about the parents and what they must feel like to see both of their, you know, two of their sons out there on the field playing together. And I mean, there can't be a better feeling than that for a parent, you know, when their kids are going through high school. So. Yeah, you made me think of, uh, was it Tanner Punches that would have graduated a couple years ago? And talk about the great team he got coming back. One of the reasons Jake Punches on the line there. Those two brothers there have been great right. to watch. Right. And I, you know, I've told Jake, Tanner, uh, Tanner's brother, Colton, Tanner's uncle, Justin, Tanner's dad, boys. And, and, uh, they've all been, they've all been very good for our program. <laughs> and John, John, the dad there, he had, uh, School record in rushing until Jackson broke it, and um, you know they were they were all good football players, all very committed, all very team oriented. And, and Jake says Jake might be he might end up being the most physical of them because Jake Jake's a physical guy, man. He likes to hit people. So and for him, only going to be a junior, it's going to be fun to watch him play the next few years. Yeah, my buddy Lance coaches basketball in Shepherd, and he was I was kind of talking to him before the Claire one of the Claire Shepherd basketball games, and he was beating up some other sophomores down low on the. JV team and he was asking me about him I says well he was all state in football and he kind of you know didn't really think and I says he's only a sophomore to be all state as a <laughs> sophomore in football you've got to be something really special yeah, yeah absolutely absolutely yeah and he I think, definitely is and I think we're kind of talking about it right now with these kids what, what, what are you going to miss most about coaching oh absolutely um I'm going to miss it's going to be really hard this fall, and I've been told by other coaches uh, around the state that have retired that the first year is going to be difficult, but you'll find out after a year or two that there is life beyond football. But when I think about what I'm going to miss, I'm going to miss Friday night, the Friday night light, especially in Claire, the Friday night new light, um, then we, and, and the kids. Just being around the kids, just watching them develop from uh, a little skinny little freshman kid to, to a real man by the time they're a senior, and then to watch them go out in the world and make a difference. And that's probably the most 
that's probably what I'm going to miss the most. But in addition to that, I'm going to miss being around coaches. You know, we had a, we have great staff that, that have coached together quite a while, and we, you know, we were we we had fun when we were together. And as they continue to have that, obviously, it's just that I'm not I'm kind of the outsider. But but Coach Springer assured me that they're going to include me with some stuff. So. We'll see how that goes. And now I I see on Facebook your kids doing some coaching. What advice do you have to somebody who's, you know, a young kid who wants to become a coach, some aspiring coaches out there? What's the one piece of advice you'd want to give them? Uh, Be open-minded about everything. Um, There's no absolute way to do things. Um, But probably the biggest piece of advice is if you're going to coach kids, then you better love kids because if you don't love them, they're going to know that and and they're not going to develop into what they possibly could. But a kid knows that a coach loves them, cares about them. Uh, They'll eventually go through a wall for you and they'll they'll develop into something special. So I I think that, uh, you know, if you're going to go into the coaching field, you need to be all in or don't go. If you can't be all in, then, then you might well not even try it because you need to be all in everybody does and that's kind of been you know what we've told the teams over the years we've told them you know you have to be all in with this program or don't come out and we didn't lose many but we did you know we lost a couple here and there but um but really the bottom line and that that's something that uh tony and nisa Paris still preaches that every clinic he talks at is this love he says the word love so many times and there's not a time that we don't separate from a meeting that he doesn't say, I love you and all that. I mean, it's just uh, people don't like to use that word in football, but it's probably the most important word in football. It might be the most important word in life, Coach. Well, you're right. You're right, Chris. And now uh, my, my one fastball that I'm going to have for you here. Over those 34 Uh-oh. years, Coach, you've got one play. Who are you going to or maybe who are you running behind on the line? <laughs> Oh, boy. And, and I'll help you out here. The last 10 years, the two names that pop up to me when I've been covering you guys are Al Warner and Brendan Searsaw. Oh, yeah. You mean who's going to who's gonna carry the mail? Yeah, who, who's carrying them? Or is it even, you know, maybe you think past those 34 years, maybe it's more important who they'd be running behind on the line as opposed to who's even carrying the mail for you now. Yeah. Well, yeah. When, when You were absolutely right when you talked about uh, who, who do you want the – whose hands do you want the ball on? Absolutely. Uh, you know, I, I would say again, uh, Jackson Gross. Yep. Um, absolutely, Al Warner. Absolutely, Pearsaw. I mean, those those guys made so much happen, and they could break it. But uh, but I would say probably our number one option quarterback we've had since we've gone to that offense has been Kyle Colby. All right. And when he had the ball in his hands, he could score from anywhere on the field. He was so fast. When you're a state champion in the 200 as a freshman, you know you're pretty fast. So. <laughs> and uh, and, and now, he was, and he was, he's a moderate. And now to flip it around defensively, is there a name that comes to mind? Oh, we've had some really good uh, defensive football players. Uh, Brian Hales was an outstanding linebacker. He's an optometrist in town right now. He was an outstanding linebacker for us. Um, you know, Springer was a good uh, good linebacker for us. You know, we were we were kind of like the Penn State of the Jack Pine for a while. We were linebacker U for <laughs> the longest time. We had just every year we had guys that just play that position, and um, you know, it's, let's see. I, you know, we've had, uh, yeah, we, gosh, there's so many. Trips. Yeah, well, and that's why I said this is my one fastball. You got, you've got, you know, thousands of names to it, think of there. I know, 
I know it's a, it is a fastball, but I could put together a team. If I could put together a team of, of the best over the last 34 years, I guarantee we wouldn't get touched in the, <laughs> on the football. <laughs> well, I tell you what, Coach, but, you, can, you can put together that list, and that'll be the next time I bring on Spock Sports Show. We can do the, the Luplo all-time Claire team if you want. <laughs> yeah, we could do that. I can, I, can, I can probably do the skill guys right now better than the linemen, but, uh, but if we've had some outstanding linemen, too, I mean, I, you know, I've got, I think of guys like Brandon Youngblood, who was just a stud in 2000. Him and Ryan Campbell were two big guard or big tackles for us. It just moved people. And uh, Woodmore Prescott, who beat us in the semifinals and then won the state championship the next week, they scouted us five times that year. Um, because and, and they were very concerned about those guys for sure. And then uh, you know, and then in the backfield we had we had Brian Brian Hales, we had Colby at quarterback, and we had Kenny Brown at the other running back spot. Who everybody paid attention to Colby and Hales, and and then when uh, they decided to go the other way with Kenny, man, he had some runs. Holy cow, big plays for us. But, uh, but yeah, we we you know as a Probably one of the best linemen we've had oh, in the recent years is is, uh, is Zach Stickler. He was uh, he was uh, just his senior year. He was just a stud lineman and on both sides of the ball. He's an All-American shot putter right now at Northwood, and uh, he was uh, he, he can move people. That's for sure. And then and then there, I'm, I'm sure there's many more. I, I, so you, I just can't. You put together that all-time list. We, we can get back to it because I know you want to get all those names out there. But 34 years in Claire. Uh, Coach, I, you, you know, you've been there ever since I've been there. Know Coach Springer's going to do a great job going ahead. But thank you so much for everything you've done for me as a young broadcaster trying to make my way. You've always been accessible and everything. And congratulations on retirement. And if there is a Friday night, if we're not in Claire and you're not in Claire, you, you, I've got a headset for you anytime you want one. You know, I was thinking about that, Chris. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I don't think I'd mind doing that. That'd be kind of cool. That'd be fun. I appreciate it. Thanks, sir. Yep, yep. We'll talk to you soon, Coach. Thank you. Another big, big thank you to the legend Kelly Luplo taking some time to chat with me, Michigan Hall of Fame coach, one of the best to ever do it here in the Mid Michigan area. And hey, hopefully, maybe fingers crossed, you might hear him in the booth with me coming up soon. We're now right around a month away from high school football back on the Buck ninety two airwaves. Our high school football previews starting next week or the week after that. You get your schedule of where we're going to be for high school football right now at buck92.com. Thanks so much for listening to Spock Sports Show. Thank you for listening to Spock Sports Show with Chris Spockman. The views and opinions heard on this podcast do not necessarily reflect those views, opinions of Latitude Media, our sponsors, affiliates, and My1043 or Buck92 Radio. Check out our website for even more podcasts from around the area. Just go to MyMichiganPodcast.com. It's podcasting that matters.